Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Another episode of Is This Space Haunted? Good day back! <laughs> Hiya, how you doing? I'm good, I've missed you. I know, me miss you too. <laughs> um, but we had a good catch up, we've had some spooky things happen. Respectively. Oh, so weird. So weird. Doing this podcast has definitely, you know, increased the intensity slash frequency. I definitely think there's like I think we're invoking something for sure because like last night I've had some freaky dreams recently as well like really and I never get nightmares not that there were nightmares they've just been really weird yeah did anything come through so so basically to cut a long story short there was something weird in my room last night moving my calendar and Lauren has an EVP app on her phone so we've been asking it questions and it's become through with weird stuff like turn and star it said something it said something weird earlier hold on i'll just check again this is actually so good by the way and it's like you need to we need to do an investigation with like proper evp app force what does that mean it's doing this dp thing as well which it does right oh came force came right i don't know if i love that yeah me too i'm like saucy so i'll ask the ghost again (laughs) (laughs) right ghost listen i want to ask you a question right no pissing about who was in olivia's bedroom last night pure flipping about that calendar (gasps) what add low battery Shake yourself. Here with me, like, oh my god. Thought. Thought. It says thought. Thought what? What are you thinking? 
the EMF, the the the, the chart thing is going like pure mental. It never does that normally, by the way. It's only when we're asking it this. Have you noticed that? Mm-hmm. Not when we're just yeah. chatting. It's getting so spiky now that it's gone up to red. Come on, say Spikier than Gareth Gates. Here. <laughs> is that enough dad jokes for this episode, do you think? We're cheat. <gasps> Babes, it just made a it made a sound. Like a voice. What? Cheat. Who's a cheater? Tell me. Not that I don't already know. Babes, it's going off the chart. Like is it's definitely like, a message for me. Is this for Olivia or is this for me? Say the name of who the message is for. Was that a voice? My mum's watching a film downstairs. So it's either the ghost star Leonardo DiCaprio. Is one <laughs> I fucking love Catch Me If You Can. I've seen it. Babes, it's honestly probably one of the best Spielberg films. Honestly, it's so good. Oh. And the guy that's based on, what a ledge. What a fraudy ledge, honestly. We stand. By the way, that's a fraudulent ledge. <laughs> a fraud ledge. By the way, this is going off the chart. Hallow. It just made a pure spooky sound because it picks up audio as well. Hallow? Who's Hallow? As in Halloween? Which is coming up soon, which is actually my birthday and my new nephew's birthday no. will be soon. He's, he's due on the 23rd. I can't wait. Hallow? Hallow what? Tell me. Tell me, ghosties. Who is this message for? I feel like this is more for you. What's it say? It- Babes, yet? Yet what? What are you fucking saying, babes? By the way, I've never seen it be this active. It must be your energy. It's like so, it's so high. Normally it's just like beep, beep. Like somebody's on a bloody respirator or whatever they're called. What are you trying to tell us? Is it for Lauren or Olivia? Gabriel. That's the name that my mum was going to call the son that she had. Shut up. But my dad doesn't like Gabriel, so they call him David. Well, they called him James, actually. That's weird. Fuck. I, this is sounding more like a message for you, no? Well, maybe it is. Maybe it's my energy that's taking in, but it's gone away now. Gabriel, come back and say more shit. That's wild, babes. Honestly, I can't, I can't, I can't get over that. That's the wildest it's been. I don't love it. I don't love it, but I do love it, but I don't. Well, I don't love it here because I'm going to sleep here tonight. I know, I'm a bit freaked out, actually. There was a pure spooky sound earlier that came out of this. Like, not joking, it was like... We'll need to play it, like, after this, or we can play it for this. <laughs> Whoever was here, Gabriel, or whatever, is is pretty pissed off now, so... Are they gone? Anyway, is, it, is it, like... Well, the EMF is now dipped way, way, way low. Right, listen, come on. For the sake of the episode and for pure stardom, can you please come back and say some more shit? We will be changing our second name to Akora or Fielding. <laughs> oh my god, that's so scary, babes! Like it's proper. Like, look, look how low it is now. Somebody's pure fucked off. Okay, Somebody who is there, there and who was in my house last night? Come on, Tuck the fucking table. In the words of Cheryl Cole, Tuck the fucking table. Just want to know, know what you want. What do you want? It's rising. It's rising. Listen to it. 
Right, who was in Olivia's first lesson? Come on, tell me. Brendan. Do you know a Brendan? No. Who's Brendan then? It's Brendan Hot. <laughs> Brendan Hot, is he up for it? Is he single and ready to mingle? <laughs> is he right, apparently, Brendan, apparently Brendan was in your house last night. Yeah, oh, I didn't, I didn't sure think that drunk. There you go. <laughs> Didn't really. It's going again, maybe. That's crazy, guys. This is like a live investigation. This is oh, jeez. Like- didn't expect to start it like this. Do you have a message for Lauren? I feel like there's word- words coming through for Lauren. Tell us your message for Lauren. I've got no idea who Brandon is. It's a hundred percent message for you. It's going wild now. No, it's when you said about the room, it went mental. Okay, hold on. Is this a message for Lauren? Tell us if it's a message for Lauren. No, it's not for me. Is this a message for me? Every time you say something, it gets higher. It's off the chart. Is this for Olivia, this message? Stop moving, it says. It says stop moving? Literally, it says, it's never said that before. Stop moving. So, babes, will you stop moving <laughs> during the do night? Do you mean, like, <laughs> a night or do you mean, like, countries? Because I am moving countries. Ghost or person, do you think, what, what does stop moving mean? Give us more context, please. And hurry up, because we've got to get this episode off the ground. That's weird. It's never said a sentence like that before. Do you hear that? Yes. What do I need to stop moving? What needs to stop moving? What do you mean? Right, it's fucked off again. Come back and tell me. Jack, come back. Jack, come back, Jack. Brendan, tell us. Who's to stop? Eyes he's away. Step down. Okay, now that's meant to be. Brendan's away to get ultra thin. He's coming back. <laughs> it responds to your voice, babes. I don't like it. I hate that. <laughs> I don't like it. It never does this year. Like sometimes it does, but not really. I'm at my mom's. What do I need to stop moving? Tell me. Tell me. Listen, Brendan, Gabriel, whomever you are, go need to see. Tell me. What do you mean? Tell me now. So we, so we again. That's pure craze. Doesn't like it when I get raging, does it? No. But okay. Thank you for your message. Please tell me what I need to know. Thank you. Thank you for your message. Oh shit! It's going into some weird TikTok. <laughs> hey, maybe that's oh. that's their sign. They're like, shut the fuck up and continue. <laughs> yeah. It's literally gone into a dating app advertisement. Which, by the way, I need. <laughs> That's, That's not a sign from above. I don't know what it is. Yeah, get yourself on a dating app, babe. It's called Connect with Singles Near You. Is Brendan on it? Is Brendan on the Singles app? Tell us now. Stop moving. It still says stop moving. That's wild, babes. That's never done that before. Wait, say something else. Okay. Um, Brendan, is that the name of my soulmate? No. 
Is Brendan a family member? It's getting higher. Is Brendan my guardian angel? No. Who is Brendan? Brendan, my spirit guide. Right. Is Brendan someone that Olivia's going to meet in the place that she's going? No, it's gone away. It's gone away. Is Brendan somebody that I'm going to meet here? I swear, every time you say something, it gets higher. (gasps) Is Brendan somebody I will meet here? That's sounding like yes. Is Brendan hot? Is Brendan fit? Is Brendan hot, comma, tall, comma, got a good willy? <laughs> Is Brendan hung? <laughs> <laughs> it was the serious with which you like stopped what you were doing and bent down and you were like, Is he hung though? Is he though? But <laughs> just looking out for your pal. <laughs> well, you've left us highly unsatisfied, Brendan or Gabriel or whomever. This isn't bode well. For it's wild though, babes. That's never done that before. Like I'm proper I'm a wee bit freaked out, like to be fair. Is there another message you want to give one of us that we're not picking up on? Aye, tell us the other message. What stop moving? What does that mean? Come on. Get your act together you and tell stop us. Stop moving what. countries. Did your did something say something at you? And... No. Holy shit, I heard something down the fucking camera. Stop it, Lauren. What did you hear? I literally heard a voice. Is somebody near your room or somebody outside the door? No. Right, let's crack on with the episode because this is pure scary. Like, I, I put my charger in. Was it like that? What is it? No, it was a voice that said something. Let's timestamp this shit. Okay, time stamped. We'll listen back, and if we hear something, we will leave it in the episode. Because unless it's like, I'm not being, I'm not kidding. There was something I heard someone's voice in your camera there. <laughs> Station of the cross. I'm doing the Lord's prayer. prayer. Um, no, I don't want it. That's don't pure. Want you here. Exactly. You're not welcome. Please leave. Please. Somebody, somebody was down your end. I'm sorry to say, like that was that was weird. We're gonna cancel that now. Welcome, okay. listeners. We're having a so, EVP. Just to be clear, <laughs> thank you for saying hi. You're not welcome here. Please leave. Thanks. Please leave. Olivia needs to sleep tonight. She's got work tomorrow. Do you? I actually don't. Uh, um, so random. So let's change the topic really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Taking my niece to. Uh, she's in the library book club and for every six books she reads she gets a certificate and there's like a little bugs book club so I'm going there tomorrow that's so cute oh my god Um, but I still need to sleep you know so I honestly like I am not joking so you've clicked on this so you know what it's about but this week we're talking about the Ouija board and I have read, and I've got loads of stories to read out, and I genuinely feel like something's came from that that is now coming through. Because this has never happened before. 
surprised that that's like well actually did something was something behind me like that night like when we oh were yeah i never watched it back i think it was two three oh my god because i was saying my, to my friend at work about it um and she was like oh my god tell it a fucking like blah 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 or whatever she said it to me and stuff and i was like well she didn't say it like that she's quite classy so she's like please chill out she's like ew she got like a monocle like if you wouldn't mind I'm not, I'm actually, I'm currently not in my own house tonight. I'm at my mum's house um, where she lives and stuff like that. So I feel a bit more footless and fancy free. I do have a very kind relative um, young man looking after my cats and he's apparently doing a very good job of that. So I'm very pleased and and he'll look after them really well. So I feel comfortable at my mum's house that my cats are being looked after and my house is well looked after because he's staying there right now. So, and I feel more comfortable doing the podcast because I'm not in the presence of potentially millions of ghosts at my house no they're just coming here yeah they're just i'm not kidding like i heard someone say something down the camera there like i'm fuck i'm fucked biz. i don't know what the fuck's going on here that's weird anyway i may have been your mom a little bit too scared to do this episode but do you know what let's do it let's let's do it. this is what people tune in for like <laughs> i'm a performer you are you are a fucking you're celine dion on that um, Canadian stage we are Derek Kokoda incarnating. We are Derek Kokoda. <laughs> so um, this week I am doing an episode on the Ouija board. Um, chances are, if you are listening to this podcast, you Before are aware what the Ouija board is. Before you kick off, can we just have, because we always nod to Bravo, can we just briefly discuss real quick the Ouija board sesh? The, weird, the Ouija board sesh was shite on Beverly Hills this week. They were, <laughs> they were not committed to it, right? but also can we just say like i know you don't like Sutton. like i know she's not a favorite of yours but do you know what no she's grown on me and i do feel for her i really do i, feel for her. I think fucking lisa Rena and i hope this gets her erica is and diana are really being bullies here erica diana and fucking rena need to get pure booted off that show i'm sorry and and kyle i'm sick of that bitch honestly she's such an Bring back Kim, bring back Taylor, bring back Camille, bring back all the queens. And by the way, Garcelle was was filmed filming with LVP for the next season. Shut the front door. She's coming back and she's going to be like, I'll tell you who's a cunt. Bloody fucking blah, blah, blah. Like, that's honestly, that's, that's the, I'm sure that's what she's going to say. Can we name drop as well? Andy Cohen liked your tweet. Andy Cohen's constantly liking my tweets. I am like the queen of Bravo and... But what was in the tweet that was quite, you know, telling? The last time he liked a tweet, it was a bit controversial to do with Kyle, so... I know, but he liked it. Yeah, I know. I think he loves the drama, though. Do you think? You don't think it's because she's... So Lauren tweeted saying Kyle's not going to be in the next series at this rate. He liked it. He did. Or someone that works on his behalf did. So basically... Honestly, I think I should work for Bravo. I'm like so obsessed with it. I love it. And if Andy Cohen ever hears this, I would love to do Haunting with Housewives. And we're going to do Haunted Houses, me and Olivia. We should genuinely pitch it. We should. We should. Like we say this every week. We should 100% pitch it. People would watch it. I would fucking, I would watch it. I definitely like the shit out of that. Like honestly, like so Same. good. Same. But so next week episodes where Erica's got like earrings that were like three quarters of a million. She's not giving them up. She's not like at the start of the season. I was like, I kind of started to like her again. Nah, nah, nah. done now. She's fucked. The next, episode, I think, I think 
from the trailer for next episode, I think I think Erica is going to get so much hate online. Like, just say your already. Husband, your husband ripped off this clients, and you think it's disgusting. That's all she needs to say. Then get pissed. We'll all like her, but she's got this pure shit where she needs to like continuously be like, oh, I didn't no, do anything I wrong. Know. I didn't do anything I wrong. I'm a fucking bitch. I'm a fucking. It's like no, everyone thinks you're a cow. Like fuck off, basically. Literally, like, see if she was like, he did something awful. I'm gonna do what I can to help. But the fact that she's like, well, I'm hurt too, and you're like, yeah, but you're also hurt in a mansion. Yeah, or give your fucking earrings back, sell them, and be like, I'm giving these to the people that want it. It's three quarters of a million give it back like why are you keeping the earrings you dumb bitch like seriously like i can't stand her honestly i'm done with her I want actually gone downhill for me majorly um but that was quite a nice that was quite a nice little like interim story to sorry back to the down a wee bit before we take it too far again also guys listeners salt lake city is starting soon and salt lake city in my opinion is the best housewives apart from like atlanta and stuff like that so watch salt lake city let's see what jen Shah's gonna do because she's she's she could be going to prison guys so we need to watch this. Whoa, Salt Lake. I need to watch this. What Salt Lake City is the best housewives. I do not know why oh. they like apart from New York, apart from Beverly Hills, in the good the golden days, Salt Lake is like the best, got the best drama, best characters. Like honestly, watch it. Everyone watch it. I'm gonna watch I'm gonna it say. tonight because this this podcast episode so far has freaked me out the most and I've not even started. Right. Let's roll on. Right, ready? So this I think this might be a long episode, so, so go with me, guys. Um, so if you're listening to this episode you probably know what the Ouija board is but come on the journey with me the Ouija board is also known as the talking board or spirit board and it is a board game I've got that in quotes used to reportedly communicate with spirits entities and demons all of them that are for sale now with the patent have all the letters of the alphabet on it number zero to nine yes and no and sometimes they do have hello and goodbye and they have a small heart-shaped piece of wood or plastic that's used to spell out messages from beyond. The Ouija board is often used during seances and that allows spirits to communicate through the board. Now, we're going to go in the background of how the Ouija board came to be. But before I go into that, I just needed to add the fact that when I was growing up, I fully thought a Ouija board was because it's from Glasgow. <laughs> Ouija. Uh, like, I thought it was the Ouija board. It was like, oh, hiya, hen. <laughs> yeah. hiya, hen. Really thought that was where the Ouija came from. And it took me a long time to be like, oh, Ouija. <laughs> Not <laughs> a Ouija. Um, I thought it was quite funny. Yep. So, the use of pl- using a planchette to channel spirits is documented as early as 1100 in China. It's used by the Song Dynasty and they called it Fuji. And it's a form of automatic writing. And automatic writing is reportedly a psychic ability that you can produce written words without consciously trying. So I'm going to add a pin in this because I'm going to come back to this later. Um, So the Ouija board or the talking board that we know it as um, was a strong part of the spiritualist movement. And that was widespread amongst the UK and the USA. So I said, hi, USA hunts. Hi. Love you. Um, lasted from 1840s to 1920s in America and Europe. And then there was a huge formation of spiritualist movements and organizations, especially in the 1850s. And it was a mainly middle and upper class movement, popular with women 
I'll be real, it sounds very waspy, middle class <laughs> white woman type to be of fair, it's the same today as well. Like women who have got problems, they don't tend to go to therapists, they go to well, for instance, me, they go to psychics. <laughs> <like, laughs> it's like, oh, you're having emotional problems, go I, to a fucking psychic. I feel like you <laughs> don't go to a therapist. As two white middle class women vouch for that fact. <laughs> yeah. so, um, American rich. spiritualists would meet in private homes and they would hold seances there and there would be lecture halls and people would have lectures that could put people into trances. They had state conventions, national conventions, and there were summer camps for spiritualism, which I think sounds fucking amazing. I would yes, so go to that. I would go to that. And by 1897, there was more than 8 million followers of spiritualism. And um, again, always middle upper class peeps though. So the beginning of the spiritualist movement is often said to be March 31st, 1848. And I don't know if you've heard of these people, Lauren, um, but a lot of people credit the Fox sisters from New York as the pioneers of spiritualism. I do indeed know them, yeah. Yeah, I know those bitches. Um, Were they not accused of being fake though? Yes, so... Um, but on that date, Kate and Margaret Fox reported they made contact with the spirit and it was later claimed that it was the spirit of a murdered body found mm-hmm. in the house. There was no record of this person ever being found or murdered, but the spirit was said to have spoken to them through rapping noises and it was audible to people who were watching. And the evidence basically sensationalised them in America and they became known as kind of the first celebrity mediums and they had public seances in New York and allegedly made contact with spirits. However, they admitted that that was actually a hoax, but then later rescinded that confession. Right. I know. Weird. So that's kind of when everything spiritualism wise took off. Then there was a number of scientists who were like, right, I'm going to take this on board. I'm going to prove you wrong. So one of them was a chemist and physicist, William Crookes. And there was another biologist, Alfred Wallace, and another physicist, Sir Oliver Lodge. And a Nobel laureate, Pierre Curie, was um, impressed by the performances, but promoted study of them. And okay. another another kind of sceptic turned believer was Arthur Conan Doyle. And he actually lost his son in World War One, And after that, when he was grieving, joined a member of the Ghost Club. And they basically, they used to scientifically study paranormal activity. And they tried to prove or deny the existence of paranormal phenomena. And there was loads of famous people in this club. Like people I've mentioned, I don't really know them, but I know these people. So people who were members of this club were Charles Dickens. He loved it. Marie Curie. No. Yeah. I didn't know that. No, she used to go to the seances in Paris. What a queen. It was fucking, it was wild in the Victorian age though, wasn't it? It was like, all of, they were all about that back then. It was like a pastime, surely. Probably. And another... Um, celebrated physician in the states called John Gray was a prominent spiritualist as well. So these are all people who were sceptical, kind of turned and changed their mind. Thomas Edison, you know, the famous inventor, wanted to develop what he called a spirit phone. Um, basically a device that he could pick up and call the dead on. Wow. 
I don't know how cool would that be. That would be rad. Um, and it's kind of thought from all of this, and like I men- mentioned, um, Arthur Conan Doyle, like his son died in the war. All of this was kind of a response to both World War One and the American Civil War. It seemed to spike directly after, particularly the Civil War, and people kind of seemed to kind find comfort in being able to contact somebody they'd lost in mm. such tragic circumstances. And after that is when it went whoop and took off. I could talk about the spiritualism movement all fucking day. So I'm going to keep it nipped in the bud there, but I'm just giving a bit of background to what was happening just before the Ouija board came out. Uh, so the Ouija board reportedly actually named itself and it spelled out the words O-U-I-J-A when it asked what it'd like to be called. There is a theory that that's because it's the French and German words for yes put together. Mm-hmm. But that's never been proven. Put a pin in that. Um, so a talking board similar to the Ouija board we know now was first used in Ohio in 1886. And it was reportedly made so that we could have faster communication and connection to spirits than what we'd had before. Mm-hmm. And it was exact, basically exactly the same as a Ouija board. It just wasn't called that yet. And after the results of it, there was these articles being published about the results and what was happening. And Charles Kennard from Baltimore saw this and was like, I'm going to invest. So in 1890, he pulled a group of four other investors, including somebody called Elijah Bond, another attorney, a surveyor. And they started a company called the Kennard Novelty Company. So they could exclusively make and market the Ouija board. Wow. Elijah Bond, who is now credited as one of the inventors of it, has a Ouija board design gravestone. Well read. I know. Because he's an inventor of it. And what's really interesting is initially none of these men actually had any interest in spiritualism at all. They just wanted the dollar dollar bills. Oh, God. I blame them, but... (laughs) So, like I said, some people have said it's because it's a combination of the French and German words for yes, like we and ya. Um, But the story goes, these businessmen used the board together and said, what should we call you? And then the name Ouija came through and spelt it. However, more realistically was there's a really famous women's rights activist called Ouija, which is almost exactly the same spelling as Ouija, it's just got a D. And she had a locket with her name and she was there. So my gut tells me maybe they just, it was a misreading of that. Anyway, mm-hmm. but apparently they claimed that this was ancient Egyptian for good luck. Right. Who knows? Um, And also one of the, the founder's sister-in-laws kind of pl- played a key role in getting the patent for this to go through. So when they were trying to put a patent on it to basically make more money, it was, I think it was originally denied because they were like, nah, bullshit. So they brought the Ouija board down and there was a new patent officer there. And he was like, um, and she was like, if this board can spell your name, because she never met him, she was like, can we have the patent? And it spelled his name. And apparently it's a really obscure name. So straight away he was like, okay, here's your patent. You've got it. Um, which I think is quite wild. They basically that is- got his own patent, and that yeah. patent was issued um, on February tenth, eighteen ninety one. 
Soon after that, factories began to produce boards. Something that's quite spooky is that one of the employees mysteriously died falling off the roof of one of the factories the Ouija board had told him to build. That's so, weird. Those people were like, ooh, it's already spooky. So the Ouija board itself was marketed as Ouija, the wonderful talking board, and it hit the shelves in 1891 straight after the patent was granted, and it was being sold for one pound, no, one dollar fifty, which in today's money, sixty-five US dollars. Holy fuck, fifty-six pounds. To be fair, there is no price you can pay to speak to the dead. <laughs> That's true. Um, by 1967, the Ouija board had outsold Monopoly as a board game, which is wild. Holy shit. Um, so one of the bad stories that was kind of going about at the time when it was really popular was in 1930, Clotilde Marchand was killed by a woman named Leela Jimerson, um, and she was having an affair with the woman who was murdered husband. Ooh. Leela Jimerson bought a Ouija board... Uh-huh used it to convince one of her workmates, Nancy Bowen, that um, Clotilde was a witch <gasps> and basically responsible for this worker's husband's death. Complicated. Um, and yeah, they both pled guilty to manslaughter and some bad some bad press there, hun. <laughs> I would say so. Still popular. <clears throat> so... I'm going to move on and talk about when the Ouija board came from being one of these kind of like loved things that people used at seances to the thing that still today, I think that we're all like, I'm, I'd never do it. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, <laughs> you actually just reminded me. So like when we were like, like, I know I'm like nowadays, I'm like, oh my God, I'm never going to touch that motherfucker. Like, honestly, I like, I, it's too scary. There's too much like pure like bad stuff attached to it but I remember when I was a kid me and my friends used to write letters down in little squares and stuff like that and we used to use an impulse lid you remember the impulse spray we used to have like the body spray we used to like tip an impulse lid over and like proper like play and stuff like that honestly and kids just did it like we just did it willy-nilly because we saw it in like films and shit and we're like yeah we're gonna do this but see today if someone walked in this room right now it was like we're gonna do a Ouija board. I was like, no, absolutely not, no chance. Same, like, same. It, like, I don't want to like. I don't want to the devil or whatever. I also did that with my sister. We used to write letters on like bits of paper and turn a glass upside down, and try and use that. So hardcore, so hardcore, comparatively. Five was like a brave bitch. I don't know. I must have been really young. Yeah, I must have been about five. I didn't understand what it was. Anyway, so that this attitude towards the Ouija board, I, most people I speak to are like, I would never touch a Ouija board. Never touch mm-hmm. And the attitudes that have changed to come in that way do seem to kind of correlate with the release of The Exorcist, which was released in 1973. So in case you haven't seen it, um, at the time The Exorcist was hugely controversial and it was terrifying, kind of started the satanic panic in the States and the fact that it comes up based on a true story really creeped people out. And the Exorcist is, of course, about Reagan, the girl who becomes possessed by a demon after playing with a Ouija board. This kind of mixed with the fact that American people were still kind of getting over all of the horrors of the Manson cult murders in the 1960s. There were serial killer sprees of the Zodiac killers, the Alphabet killers, who came across as 
particularly ritualistic in their killings. Kind of added to this panic. Then, to add to all of this, modern Satanism began its own movement through Anton LaVey. He wrote the Satanic Bible, founded the Church of Satan in 1966. wonder if that's intentional, like 6-6. Must be you. Bob's. Bob's. Um, other like kind of prominent figures, one of their names is John Todd, I don't know who they are, began to plant ideas in the the you know public that evil witch cults run the world secretly. And so a spiritual possession film with controversial scenes like masturbating with a crucifix, help me written on a stomach, green sick, just kind of added to the panic. All of a sudden, the Ouija board was no longer this well-loved tool to communicate with your loved ones. It was a tool to conjure demons, evil demons. And the satanic panic continued. Um, and there's actually a really famous case. I don't know if you know about it, Lauren. Um, really young kindergartners, I think, or definitely primary ones kind of here, told their community that their school was being used for satanic rituals, including rape. But what? These were never proven. And it's a huge thing of coerced uh, confessions. That it was almost completely made up. So, reportedly, don't don't take that down. But it's a crazy case, and all of this was going on. So all of a sudden, people are like, "Get that shit the fuck away from me! Get Ouija boards away from me! They think Dungeon and Dragons are evil. All of this stuff." And then the Christians got got raging. Um, they didn't like Ouija board. They didn't like Dungeons and Dragons, and they didn't like rock music. And the Ouija board, since its conception, has been criticised by Christianity, but the Catholic Church uh, have a paragraph that explicitly forbids any practice of divination that includes the use of Ouija boards. Holy shit. Um, The Catholic Church has stated the Ouija board is far from harmless. It's actually a form of divination or seeking information from supernatural sources. In 2001, Ouija boards were burned in New Mexico by fundamentalist Christian groups as they were symbols of witchcraft. God's sake, they're fucking... People in the Americas, man, they're always burning shit. They're always like Ellen effigies, fucking books. They believe these types of tools should only ever be in God's hands. And if it reveals any other information, it's a tool of Satan. So obviously, like horror movies now, don't really do anything to kind of help with a stereotype that Ouija boards are proper evil conjuring devices. Um, think of all the scary ones like we've seen that involve a Ouija board. Yeah, there's a film literally called Ouija. So anyway, Hasbro have acquired the rights to the Ouija board in '91. They still produce them today, and it is classed as a board game suitable for children over eight. No. Eight. Get your children into the occult, please. <laughs> you're you're too you're too young to vote, but you can play a Ouija board. <laughs> yeah, you can talk to the dead though, if you so wish. So there's as we kind of go through this, many people do still use it, many people are too scared, wouldn't touch it. Generally the attitude is whether you use it or not, you need to be very careful. Only use it if you're sure. Be respectful of the spirits. And there is a kind of unwritten rule book off the Ouija board. So I'm going to take you through those rules. Holy shit, you can totally buy a Ouija board for like 10 99 on Amazon. Oh, I know. Girl, I know. I've researched it. 
These are the rules of the Ouija board. You must <gasps> be what the fucking thing just said exorcist. No. It is it's probably like it is a good film. <laughs> so That's wild. It's never said that before. Turn it off. I'll turn it off. I don't I don't like it. It must have been listened to as like, yes, exorcist is yeah, it it's a class. It must have. He's got Gregory Peck or whatever. Of it, no, is Gregory Peck an exorcist? Hold on, no, he's not. Is he? Who's an, who's an exorcist? I don't know, but I'm just going to clarify for the listeners that we've had the EVP thingy up whilst we've been doing this episode, and it just said exorcist. So that's great. Oh. Love that for us. Max That's wild. It said that there. That's quite weird. Anyway, on you go. These are the rules of the Ouija board. So on. one, you never use the Ouija board alone. Two, you must close the board to end the session by saying goodbye and put it back in the box. Not just goodbye, put it back in the box. Three, you must dispose of the Ouija board properly or it will come back to haunt you. These are really scary. If you pay ten ninety nine for it, you're going to like, I'll stick it in the cupboard. I know. (laughs) Four, you do not use the Ouija board in your own home. Given. Five, do not use the Ouija board if you're unwell or debilitated, as it will make you susceptible to possession. Six, be respectful, do not taunt the board. Fucking hell, we've been, I know it's not the Ouija board, but we've been like, tap the fucking table. Tap the fucking table. We've been taunting the ghosts. Um, Seven, never ask when you're going to die. Of. When you finish, do not leave the planchette on the board. Even if it's just to nip out for a pee. It is <laughs> Does it specifically say that? Even no, I added that for context. But <laughs> <you can. laughs> Eight. One person must keep their hand on the planchette at all times. Nine. If a spirit starts communicating with you through the board by counting down or going through the alphabet, you must immediately end the session and say goodbye. This is a common theme in Ouija users who have contacted a malevolent spirit that is trying to leave the board. 10. If a spirit starts communicating with you by making a figure of eight or infinity symbol, immediately end the session by saying goodbye. This is another way malevolent spirits reveal themselves. 11. If you speak to a spirit that identifies themselves as Z-O-Z-O, end the session and say goodbye immediately. That is a malevolent spirit. 12. Do not use a Ouija board in a cemetery. 100% would I never use a, I would never use it point blank anyway, but like, Same. do you know what I mean? Those, reading those rules, I'd be like You're no like, thanks. that's quite reasonable. I'd be like, put it on a fucking fire. There's no way we're playing this game. Get the Monopoly out. We're going to fucking boost those shares right now. <laughs> well, apparently, I read something, I didn't put it in the rules, but apparently setting on fire you shouldn't do either. <gasps> so just like, bam it. Mm-hmm. Spin it. Spin it. Um, so that was from something that's called sci-fi and another place called Thought Catalog. And I kind of just put the rules together because they kind of freaked me out, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. But I'm about to get science for a moment before we get to the scary again. Let's do it. So there's something that's called the ideal motor effect. And it's kind of part of my automatic writing side note. So Automatic writing, like I said, is a psychic ability to produce written words allegedly without your conscious thinking. 
Mm-hmm. It's also called psychography. It's a concept um, that is pretty scrutinized by the scientific community, as is kind of Ouija board. So the ideal motor effect basically references from um, IDO, kind of stands for idea, motor is muscular action. And the phrase references the thought that you are moving and you're unaware of it completely. So you don't actually realise what's going on. And an example of this, which isn't a very good example for this context, but go with me, is when you think about, close your eyes and think about sucking a lemon and you can make yourself salivate like it's sour, even though it's not actually happening. Oh my God. That's one Yeah. Um, And a 2019 study of of, um, ideal motor movements, um, they studied people who were communicating via pendulum with spirits. And they, you know, kind of correlated to answers yes and no. But when they slowed down the movement, they showed that the pendulum effect was produced by the fingers holding the pendulum at an oscillating frequency close to the resonant frequency of the pendulum, a.k.a. tiny movements in your elbow were enough to make the pendulum move. So you don't realise you're doing it. Right. A University of British Columbia study in 2012 was called the non-conscious knowledge of... um, movement basically via ideomotor actions and it showed really interesting results so basically they were like we want study we're going to study the ouija board we need participants for the ouija board so they arrive at this study they're blindfolded and they're told they're going to participate in a ouija board session with other members that signed up they didn't know that they were doing it themselves so they're blindfolded thinking that they're in a group with their hands on a planchette and um they didn't realize they were the only person that could possibly be manipulating this Mm -hmm. and um they kind of correlated to answers so they did questionnaires before this and questions when they were doing the Ouija board and it was answers that were coming from themselves that they didn't feel confident enough to say when they weren't doing the Ouija board so basically they proved these people were moving the planchette and they had no idea they were doing it fucking hell so I've got a thought, quite a dark thought. Is it slightly more terrifying if us as humans are actually behind these manifestations of evil and we don't even realise it? Yeah. That's more scary to me. I wouldn't be surprised. People are dicks. Yes, but a lot of people use it to get answers for themselves when really it is God, this is becoming a motivational podcast, but the answer was always within you. The answer was always there. Always there, guys. Um, That's wild. I know, I know. So a couple of stories about the Ouija board before I get onto the proper scary shit. Um, So there's an author called Emily Grant Hutchings, and she claimed that her novel called Jap Heron um, was dictated through Mark Twain's spirit by the use of a Ouija board. I love Mark Twain, to be fair. You're like, I'd fucking love to talk to him on the Ouija board. <laughs> I love Huckleberry Finn, honestly, one of my <laughs> favourites. <laughs> Robert Doe is a 14-year-old boy in the 1940s who apparently came possessed after using the Ouija board and it's been acknowledged by the Catholic Church. I mean, they had to exercise him. So pretty spooky. Um, and I was going to continue looking into stories and then I thought, do you know what? I'm going to go a different way and I'm going to hopefully read stories that people haven't heard before. Okay. And I went on the buying page for the Ouija board, read the reviews, and loads of people have read what's happened to them. Oh my god. 
Actually, I'm going to read that now as well. So should. Yeah. And I also went on Reddit and did a deep dive of the dark pages of Reddit. What's so got stories from quite a few people. So stay with me. I'm getting freaked out a little bit. <laughs> but we'll get there. So <clears throat> I've put names of people who have their name on Amazon. Otherwise, they were anonymous. But you can go and read it on the Amazon page for the, the Hasbro Ouija board. <clears throat> First story. Somebody's written, I bought for paranormal investigations, but this soon changed after my daughters and nephew got a hold of it one evening. Honestly, I don't care who believes me. We hear footsteps every night at 11. We've had lights and a TV come on and off in the middle of night when we're all sleeping. I decided to buy a motion sensor camera and I caught an orb manifesting from my bedroom and come down the hallway at what time? 11. (gasps) I chate it. Last night, me and my wife fell asleep on the couch and around 11.45, we woke up to seeing this glowing white figure standing over my wife and I was paralysed. Soon after, it floats down the hallway and I hear four steps when no one else was awake. I began yelling, trying to get my wife to wake up, but she wouldn't wake up like she was in a trance. After shaking her repeatedly, finally she woke up and that's the first time I've seen a spirit and it spooked me. I have played Ouija in my house before when I was 16 and I'm now 31, so it's been a while. My mum's house is still haunted from it. I had my bed shake uncontrollably twice and the second time a witness was with me. Not counting seeing shadow people and many other occurrences that my family have encountered. Take this as a warning. Please be careful and read up on the Ouija board before playing This Is No Toy. That's first. The second is is, uh, from somebody called Ashley. Um, I actually bought this because I believe ghosts were in my house. My sister hated me for getting it because we live together. I'm with your sister, Ashley. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I never thought it was going to work because once it arrived, I was playing with it alone and I was alone, but it wasn't working. But by nightfall, the planchette began to move and I was freaking out. Long story short, because it was a long month for me and my sister, believe it or not, but a spirit did come out of the board and I've been speaking to it ever since. He's mad oh, cool, though. <laughs> so FYI, when the planchette goes around the boards and selling ABCs counting, it's time to close the board, which kind of correlates with the rules. I learned that after he came out. Anyway, his name is No One, but this spirit is the best thing that could ever happen to me. Me and No One still play with the board, but hardly ever just because he doesn't want any other unwanted guests coming through the board. Believe it or not, this is my true story. Okay, next story. I bought this for my best friend who lives 10 hours away. I have never visited his house since buying it, but whenever we're on FaceTime, sketchy things would happen, like footsteps from upstairs, shadows and random sounds. He wasn't scared, so I ignored it until I went to visit him. He would leave me to go to his work and really weird stuff kept happening. The TV downstairs came on whilst I was upstairs. The PlayStation controller would skip the show or movie that was playing on the TV when the controller was off. Most importantly, the door would fly open when it was closed and locked, whilst I was the only one home. I chose to ignore this stuff, and one day, while putting away the sheets, I opened the closet that the board game was in, and I promise this closet was about 30 degrees colder than the rest of the house. Not for me. Not for me. 
Another one. I never wanted one of these in my house. There's no need to open a gateway to possession, I thought. Then my kids started dabbling into witchcraft and it got me excited. Maybe they would become a Satanist like me. So for their birthday, I thought this would be a fun surprise. It went over well. No contact was made made with anything on the first try. But when done, they made contact with C-O-Z-O. Thank goodness, after the three-hour standoff with the demon, we were able to retrieve our cousin's soul and close the connection. Fucking hell, babes. Don't say that again. Just say that bad guy or okay. something. Okay, I'm not, and I'm just spelling it. I'm not saying it. <laughs> um, Another one. Really good Ouija board. I contacted spirits already, and it was really fun talking to them. Sometimes when I wake up in the middle of the night, I see my door open, though, which doesn't happen until I got the, until I got the board. So I guess it does work. So I'm giving it five stars. Also, if you see the planchette float, don't get scared. It's okay. It's just spirits trying to tell you hi. Second time I played it, I asked it, how did you die? And it responded with red drum. And I don't know what that means. (laughs) After I said that, I asked, is that another language? And it said no. Then the planchette flew to my closet and it hasn't come out. Are you fucking kidding me? They don't know what red drum means. Dumb bitch. (laughs) Literally, I'm like, hun. Fun. it's a horse plus another thing <laughs> here's a short a short review i think i ac- accidentally adopted a demon i bought it to prank my husband and i'm 99 sure my house is haunted now what a stupid bitch honestly this should be just like the stupid bitch episodes actually <laughs> a review from Haley. this is great i contacted my mum. she told me her middle name to verify that it was her she said my birthday and spelled my name correctly and it made me teed up because she said she loved me Oh, bless. Here's another bad one. Um, oh, no, it's the same person. This is Haley again. Sorry. She Hiya, said, gotta get a refund. <laughs> she said, also, I talked to a man who claimed he was that bad man, then said he was Matthew, got killed in a car crash at 19 two years ago. Update I looked to see if Matthew was real, and I found an article from two years ago from Matthew in my area in a car crash, and he was 18. That's wild. The next one. Oh, <clears throat> the next one's quite funny. The spirits are rude. I asked if any of them wanted to talk and they said no, but later that day I saw a figure behind me through my window. Now it won't leave me alone. Good thing we're in quarantine <laughs> because I started to feel lonely, but not anymore. <laughs> I got my friends through this. <laughs> I love it. And I'm finishing on the most iconic that I've actually posted on our Instagram because she was such an icon. Icon. So she said, I get it. It's just a game. Oh, but it's more than that for us. My kids think we're haunted and offer food from our kitchen. I eat it, but they think the ghosts are eating it. Lights <laughs> flicker on and off in the power planks because of breakers in the garage. I own at playing this game. I scratch <laughs> their bedroom door and tell them to listen to their elders and kids believe the ghost. This is because I bought a game on Amazon. Yes. We all need to be more Stephanie. Yeah, Stephanie, you're a number one parent. I love it. (laughs) So just a few stories to go. I've actually got quite a lot, but this is freaking me out, so I'm going to cut it short. (laughs) You're good, babes. You're doing good. Honestly, these are hilarious as well. Okay, these are stories from Reddit, and this is by a user called Dots Mixer. I was 15 when I began experimenting with a Ouija board. I didn't really know anything about the dark side of it, as my grandmother played it with me when I was very young. Grannies are always up to that. (laughs) No. The board my grandma chose to play with 
me was supposedly my great-grandmother's or her mother's. It was told later that my great-grandmother was very intrigued by the supernatural. Anyway, the board had significance to me due to that, and I held it in high regard, as it's the only relic really from my ancestry. It began innocent enough, and I always played with a friend. We'd joke and play, asking all of the mundane questions. And after about 20 questions were answered correctly, with no way of the other person's playing knowing, I was hooked. I had a magnetic connection to the board, to be honest, and I've never had a connection like that since. And soon I found myself playing it constantly. Once I was out of school, I wanted to play it. I realised none of my friends were as as interested in playing with it than I was. So despite the warnings, I played by myself. What a loser. This would be the beginning of my curse, I do believe. Yeah, curse of being a loser. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, come on, babes, get into boys or girls or whatever. Like, like, I would play... um, I would play hooky so I could play play hooky is that play sick in America yeah I think that's what Americans say they're playing like they're not going to school right okay so I would play hooky so I could play an entire school day I couldn't play what? one check <laughs> I spoke to Jimi Hendrix Janis Joplin wow. several past wow. classmates and most prominently Kurt Cobain wow. he died whilst my obsession was spawning so naturally being a fan I couldn't wait to reach him I remember trying a few times before it truly felt authentic, but eventually it was Kurt Cobain and no one would ever convince me otherwise. He told me that I need to get the word out about his murder. He told me to somehow get his wife investigated. He was pleading. I would get lost in a trans-like state and realise four or five hours would go by without me ever stopping. He told me some pretty amazing stuff that I can't really remember today, but I know they were profound enough for me to tell everyone, and I do mean everyone. He told me that Courtney killed him and staged his death. Seriously? I told about what a na- nasty skank she was and how much. <laughs> <laughs> nasty skank. To be fair, she was a raj. She is uh, a raj. Side note, I think he potentially was murdered. I've listened to podcasts about it. But anyway, I still to this day do not understand how she got away from it all. It really doesn't make sense. To be fair, I actually don't know anything about Kurt Cobain's murder other than the fact that there is a conspiracy that Courtney loved it. I'll send you about it. There's loads of things like he was right handed, but Mm -hmm. they put the gun in his left hand. (gasps) Weird shit. You need to listen to episode about it. I will. I will. Um, Here's another story. This is by Kyle Free on Reddit. One night, me and my co workers decided to play with a Ouija board outside of work. We started talking to a girl named Quinn. She seemed pretty cool. Until towards the end of taking to her, we decided we needed to head home because it was like two o'clock, but she wouldn't let us say goodbye until we promised that if we ever used the Ouija board again, that we would talk to her. About a week later, the place we worked caught on fire. So a few days after that, we go to the lake and we use the Ouija board again. You're just asking for it here, guys, but okay. Yeah, come on. Come on to fuck. Like, who's doing this? We used the Ouija board again, asked for Quinn. We asked if she started the fire and she told us yes. Then it seemed that Quinn got scared or overpowered because the board started acting up and it spelled the bad man and then started counting backwards. These are all red flags. We quickly said goodbye and we moved the planchette to say goodbye. About two weeks later, I was driving to my friend's house. I should mention that the friend was a girl I was seeing at the time and she was cheating and using me. I did not know this at the time, but I guess Quinn knew because she seemed mad protecting and jealous 
whenever we mentioned this girl's name. So on the way to her house, I hydroplaned, flipped my truck. I have to add, the Ouija board was in my trunk. Some people driving down the road stopped, helped to get the door open, and I climbed out. When the cops arrived, they made sure I was okay, and they had to write me a ticket because of the accident. I don't have the ticket anymore, but the address of the site was Route 666, Virginia. Buggeration. Not for me. Not for me. Um, How many more do we want? I've got quite a bit, but... I say one more, babes, and then we need to call it quits because I'm getting freaked out here. I'm I'm ending on a bit of a nicer one. Okay, so this is by a user called Wait No What Okay on Reddit. So my boyfriend bought me a Ouija board for Christmas because I've always wanted to prove to others and myself that spirits are real. Anyways, I brought it to my friend's house and we decided to play a quick round, but alas, nothing happened. We decided we'd try again later and put the board away. The second time we played it, the responses were extremely slow, almost like it was a weak spirit. But finally, after what felt like 10 minutes moved to yes when we asked, is anyone there? We asked for its name and it spelled out E-S-E-I. Me and my friend were confused because we'd never heard a name like that. I asked if it came from an English-speaking country and it said no. We asked what country and it said Russia. After multiple questions, we found out that the name is Isai. She was female, born in the 1700s, 72 years old, has a husband and a son, claims to be related to my friend, was born and lived in Russia and had a really happy life. We didn't want to ask any questions whether it was good spirit or not. But towards the end, we asked if it wanted to say anything to us before we said goodbye. It spelled out something in Russian. We asked what it meant in English and it spelled out laugh. We asked if that meant it wanted she wanted us to be happy and live a good life, and it spelled out yes. We said goodbye, fascinated with who we just met. I feel she was a good spirit, but my friend was sceptical in case she was tricked a trickster spirit. I think she sounds like a good spirit. She sounds like a right good laugh. And I'm going to call it a day there because I'm already pretty spooked <laughs> after all that's happened. I know we've had like a pure spooky night, but. Thank you for all the research and thank you for reading out all those experiences. I'm glad. I hope I hope you liked it. Yeah, absolutely. Fabulous. And by the way, I'm 100% never doing a Ouija board ever. Mm. Are you fucking joking? Hey. No, I'm not doing one either. Can imagine. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. I'm sufficiently spooked. I'm going to have to put something funny on. I can actually see that you're visibly quite spooked actually to be fair what's happened not so much the research what's happened is for me don't worry about it honestly but at the same time that was a really good episode that was a really good research you did there and by the way you should watch lord of the rings because i'm about to watch that with my mom downstairs it's pure bomb oh you don't like all that elves and pixie shit i know it i knew it i saw it listen I went to see it in the cinema when I was young, but my ex was obsessed with it and it, ru- it ruined it. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm looking forward to it. I watch it like... all the time and I'm like, I can't watch like four hours of, like three films of four hours in a row. I can't. No, that's too much. But at the same time, I'm quite looking forward to it because it's like, uh, yeah. the, the, it, it looks, it looks they've, got, they've got kind of unknown actors, which I really like. And also, um, yeah, I'm into that sort of fairy shit. I quite like it, actually. Do you know what? Maybe I should rewatch like, Lord of the Rings with, like, you, and then I can associate it with somebody I like. We should 100% watch it. You should come 
me this week and we should watch Lord of the Rings and tell me what you think. Can I just say your voice is cracking up again and it's freaking me out? It's because my mum's internet is so bad. Like, it's so bad. I'll be on conference calls in the morning or whatever with my team and I'll be like, hello, you people. (laughs) Everyone's like, your internet's shite again, Lauren. Don't come in, don't work today, for Christ's sake. I'm so sorry. (laughs) no don't worry it's because i'm locked in the front room mum's internet mum's probably changed the channel downstairs so the internet's like i'm not working anymore bitch <laughs> like oh, no chance you're watching <laughs> mum's probably fired up the old mum's fired up the fire stick and she's proper like that's all the internet now on the tv <laughs> like, oh so. sorry uh, but i hope you like that i but hope that, you enjoyed it that was a smoker of an episode babes plus all the other spooky that's been going on and by the way i don't know why you're freaking out i'm the one that's got the pure spooky bitch shit on my phone now why did what it respond to my voice why do you know what it is though i think what it does is it actually listens to like what we're saying I think it was a joke or whatever so it's like oh you were saying this in a respect way like, not a legit it was free so <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to translate for listeners because it did crack up. But basically, Lauren's saying that the app listens to our conversation and then says it. Or it probably has like a bank of words. They're like, let's just put that out because it's spooky. Yeah, because it doesn't make any sense at all. But yeah, fabulous episode, babes. Thank you so much. And I love, I love it. And thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Is This Place Haunted Podcast. If you've got stories to tell us, Is This Place Haunted Podcast at gmail.com. And follow us on TikTok. We need to put more TikToks out there because Lauren, I feel like if nothing else, we're hilarious. We are so funny. Oh my god. Well, we need to we need to put more TikToks out there. Give us a follow, oh send god. us your stories. We're gonna set up a Patreon soon. We're gonna release merch soon. hmm And also, guys, if you think that um we should recast Beverly Hills, who would be your favorite <laughs> former Beverly Hills? You've got the hard <laughs> hitting question. Star. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Who would I would you choose in Beverly Hills again. I would choose for the controversy Carlton. Remember her? <gasps> oh my god, that Wiccan woman, the mm-hmm. the one that was like, I don't like her. She's a bitch. And then remember Kyle's uh, screensaver changed, and it said like, oh it had like words on it, like not sinner, but a word like that. I, can't I love it. She was like, I love that thing she said when she was like. I, I'm always in the light. I'd never go to the dark side again. <laughs> I was like, but I, I did in the past. Like, I, I was in the past, hun. To be saying that you did. No, no, I've got children. No, no, I've got children. <laughs> I love it. Anyway. Anyway, thank you guys. You for go listening. and watch some. Mm-hmm. Yes. And listen, thanks for tuning in, guys. We love it. Thank you, the Americans that keep tuning in. You're for surpassing our Scottish friends. So keep doing it. We love you. Love you guys. Fuck, and fuck those pals. See you next week. <laughs> we know what we're doing next week, or is that a surprise? Um, I think I'm actually going to cover the history of EVPs. So we're going to do technical shit. Or I may do a Oh my God, my know. phone was sitting next to me. I wasn't touching it. It came up like that. Apple Pay. <gasps> you probably just sat in it, babes. Fucking It's on the other side of there. It was over there. You probably just like accidentally touched it. You're freaking yourself out now. But it's like it was on the other side of the bed, like an arm's length away, nowhere near me. Oh my god, babes. Well, I don't know. Well, maybe the the ghost is trying to pay for some shit. I don't know. Maybe (laughs) with your own money. (laughs) Pay with your own money, you cheap bitch. Okay, I'm not taking you on a date.
Sir. Sir. Yes. Here we are. People. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm going to go watch something funny to calm down a bit. (laughs) Need to chill the fuck out. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.